Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and TV and stuff. This is episode number 264. We have now done as many episodes as the number of pixels per inch that make up the screens of the recently outdated iPad and iPad Air. Huh. What pieces of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> the garbage that's suddenly in your home. Yeah. <laughs> Two days ago, it was my favorite thing, and now it's just garbage. <laughs> getting in the way of my having another favorite thing. Now I'm just Oscar in the garage living in a goddamn trash can. <laughs> that is how they make you feel. Speaking of things that are pretty impressive for old technology, this week we are talking about the 1987 <laughs> film Monster Squad. Woo woo! This episode is sponsored by Podcast.com slash Weep. Go to that address, sign up for a free trial membership, and you can get an audiobook of your choice and support our show. It's also sponsored by Paul, who says... After rewatching more than a half dozen films of my childhood, I'd like to go with The Monster Squad. All, mm. all I will say is that it's hard to believe that some of the movie's themes and lines actually exist in a kid's movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and there Paul... Was, there was that whole, like, like 45-minute tangent about personal finance. It just didn't seem to fit with a kid's movie. <laughs> no, but I did learn a lot and balanced my checkbook immediately after. <laughs> I reallocated my Roth IRA to vampire futures. <laughs> they are holding strong. Yeah, large cap Transylvanian, you know, funds. We yeah. got it. I stopped using as much coal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I went for like I was thinking about like big ledger books, and then I just started thinking about you know Christmas Carol. Yeah. I'm a little ahead of the seasonal yeah. curve here. You took a few steps. I took a few steps. Also, Paul, this was an incredible gift, and if you're interested, I'd like to be best friends. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Previous people taught you promised best friendship. Oh, she wanted to marry them. I was going to marry some people. I'm going to befriend some people. We can just mix and match here. I'm I'm down to be married to as many people as can recommend movies that I didn't know were a thing. <laughs> And Paul, hope you like chili. Paul, hope you like chili. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Also, chili. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the menacing version of I like also that he said that like he put himself through the challenge of watching a half dozen films to get ready for telling us which one to watch. That's a, a gift to yourself yeah. too, Paul. Yeah. That was really thorough research. Paul, please write in and tell us what movies did not make the cut. Uh, yeah, that is interesting. I would love to hear about that. What Paul did is he wanted to get a sponsorship in because he knew he was in a, in a big hurry, but he did not have a, a movie selected. So he was like one of the first sponsors and just left the field blank where you pick what you're going to get a sponsor. Because oh. he was like, I'll get back to you in like a month. And then he disappeared for a month and did all of this research and came back with the Monster Squad. And I'm happy that he did. Yeah, Paul. Paul, you did it again, man. You're a fucking genius. Yeah. Your future best friend, Tanya, salutes you. <laughs> I just saluted you with something that Jay-Z says to Kanye at the beginning of a song called Lucifer, which is a great song. So, Paul, that's my gift to you. <laughs> also, the devil's kind of spooky, right? Are people feeling spooky after watching this movie? I, I yeah, guess... very spooky. I keep walking around and going, blah! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's incredible. 
Yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I feel spooky. Also, I feel like I'm perfectly prepared for next week's spooky-themed international live show. Oh, I'm so excited. Whoa! Next. Also, blah! Blah! Spooky, it's too spooky. Uh, that's right, you guys, just a reminder. Next week, uh, it's our first ever international live show, October 25th, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, whatever time it is in the rest of the world. That's up to you to figure out. Uh... Good luck with those clocks, everyone. Probably 7 p.m. somewhere, which is what I always say. Uh, Anyway, that's (laughs) next when when you're trying to cook your fourth dinner of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Alex, do you really need to eat three roasts today? 7 p.m. somewhere. (laughs) I am hitting it pretty hard. (laughs) Uh, The uh, anyway, so that's 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 next week, the 25th, uh, 1 p.m. Pacific, and we are going to be talking about two spooky-ish movies. We're going to be talking about Wolf Cop and Teen Witch. Oh, Oh, Teen Witch? Yeah. Oh, man. Love it. We are only, we are going to cover two things. We we wanted something spooky, but we also wanted something spooky that was half another thing that wasn't as spooky. I'm just going to make a prediction. I feel like when I'm supposed to, like, say a quote from the movie in a playful way, I'm just going to end up reading you the entire script of Wolf Cop, and then the episode (laughs) is just going to be me reading Wolf Cop aloud. And introducing Tanya Davis at the Tanya Best. Tanya, open on a small Canadian town. (laughs) Until you guys unplug my microphone and force me to go away. You just hear Tanya in the other room yelling her favorites. <laughs> and we just continue on talking about Teen Witch. She, was, she wasn't even at the right time. She was at the wrong I know. Time. No, I just blacked out after Wolf Cup. I don't remember what else happened. <laughs> we, uh, we took it to the vote. We took it to the people and the Facebook and Twitter and email votes were, were tallied. And Teen Witch was the winner uh, of that vote. And then the winner of Chris's vote was a <laughs> Wolf Cup. I don't know why I got a vote, but I... I'm so happy about podcast. Wolf Cop. And so <laughs> we want to make you happy, too. So Wolf Cop Team Witch, that's coming <laughs> next week, international live show. You can join us on, uh, we'll, we'll publish the link so it'll be easy to find it. But uh, definitely go to readdashweep.com at that time, and there'll be big links to the live show. But we're going to be broadcasting live, streaming live from around the world. At, uh, it'll be uh, Chris and Tanya and Ezra and I, at least. We might have some special guests, and we're going to have costumes and prizes and games. And oh, so much fun. Um, also, you'll get to see us on video, which will be a little weird for us. Hmm? Sure. Bring your butternut squash. What? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. People Excuse can bring me? stuff, right? Why would you say that when you know full well it's delicata season? <laughs> well. People can bring stuff. I, uh, and that's a seasonal thing, so you could bring butternut squash, I guess. Just, you know, put whatever you want in frame. Do whatever you need to do. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you you meant in frame for the... Oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. Wait, can we not see them? No. What is this, black Steve Jobs all over again? <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll be able to see certain people who we invite in if they want to, to play a game or to talk about something, but oh. mostly we'll just see the chat room. All right, guys, take it to Facebook and show us your butternut squash. <laughs> and that's not a euphemism. It's decorative gourd season. <laughs> she wants to see some gourds, yeah. I want to see some decorative gourds. That's all. That's all I need. All right, but now let's talk about what was actually one of the top vote getters for possibly doing next week, but we didn't have to because we're already watching it now. The Monster Squad. But first, let me introduce your host. I'm Alex Falcone, Alex underscore Falcone on Twitter. 
And joining us today in Brooklyn, it's Mr. Chris Smith. That's the Ultra Smith on Twitter. Welcome back, Chris. Oh, thank you. Allow me to push up my glasses and remind you that science is real and monsters are not. All right, yeah. boys? Okay. You're the worst dad. No, that's actually the vice principal who oh, said that. Principal. Oh. Yeah, when he was... You. Those boys were in trouble for ostensibly knowing too much about monsters and oh, drawing right. pictures yeah. of monsters to right. open up the uh, movie. I looked at your drawings, and they were of monsters, and that is troubling to me because it's the 80s and nothing bad has happened in a school yet. Yeah. Kids are drawing too much monsters. they got to know monsters aren't real. Or are they... Also joining us today in our Brooklyn studios, she's at the Tanya Best. Please welcome back, Tanya Davis. Hey guys, I was supposed to fight some monsters in the past, and I totally blew it. But you'll come in at the end to give a thumbs up and save the day. Yeah, well, sure. it's been so long, I didn't even know who that was for a sec. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Santa popped out, and gave double thumbs up, and then just vanished again. Dance Van Helsing. <laughs> Santa's yeah. like, you know what comes after Halloween, don't you? <laughs> yeah. It's That's my time. For a sec. I was like, Christmas Squad? And then, <laughs> and then I figured out it was Van Helsing. Oh, I would love the Christmas Squad. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, this right? Per- this is perfect for sequels. And then, like, later, the Valentine's Day Squad, where they kissing is real, it turns out. Yeah. Kissing is real. Science is real. Kissing is not. President's oh. Day Squad, where they just teach people about the presidents. Science <laughs> is real. Presidents are not. Yeah. <laughs> We're the President Squad. I'm here to talk to you about Martin Van Buren. I think we all know presidents never really existed. <laughs> I like yeah. Deus Ex Van Buren, too. <laughs> You've been Van buren he would say. And, like, Taft shows up, and they're all scared at first, but then he befriends the little sister. <laughs> Also joining oh. us in that voice you just heard is that Sarah Hathaway on Twitter in Chicago, Illinois. Please welcome back, Sarah Hathaway. Wolfman's got nards. <laughs> <laughs> you kicked him in the nards. You did kick him in, in the nards. nards. I, oh boy, just nards. I watched dorked. this two days ago and I've already found seven instances where I could use the word nards. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my gosh, you have a nard count point. going? <laughs> yeah, and getting dorked. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been dorked? <laughs> I really like dork and nards, and I wish I got, I, I can't wait to say them more. I would like for you to keep like a nard scoreboard, and we'll just check in with you every few weeks to see how you're doing on the nard count. Scoreboard. We're looking at four nards, and the weather at the airport is 72 and fair. <laughs> Always a little cooler at the airport. <laughs> I really can't hear about nards without also knowing the weather at the airport. Brought to you by Willy Wonka Nerds Candy. Some nerds for after your nards. Huh. It's nice weather on the 8s. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on to your nards. It's going to be a snowy one. <laughs> That's useful get, advice. You're about to get dorked by some hail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. With that, Chris, I would like you to summarize now in the style of oh. a scary German neighbor. <laughs> oh, I know that from... his name. <laughs> yeah. I know from monsters. I also know from pie. I love a kugel. <laughs> <laughs> I also like a kugel. A kugel and a strudel. Um, Les, you don't like strudel? You don't like an apple strudel? Apple? I don't like fruit dessert. Then what about pie? Yeah, it's like, it's the best. If that's what you have, you know, love the one you're with, but like, it's never. <gasps> I would never choose pie out of a variety of desserts. You, sir, 
have not had the pie that I have had. <laughs> also, love the one you're with just got so dark. Yeah. It's always been a little a little dark, I think. I think it's always been there. Uh, okay. Yeah. I guess I had never thought of it like that, which is weird. Cause I don't know. Ugh. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, Monster Squad is a movie uh, from 1987 about a group of kids who uh, really like monster facts. They like knowing about monsters and researching monsters. And uh, the group is made up of Sean, the leader, whose parents are fighting and on the rocks. His dad's a cop. Um, and there's Patrick, the best friend, who has a hot sister that the clubhouse can look through her window and see her changing. And she's never not changing clothes. Yeah, that's all she yeah. does. The, oh. She's in, like, a play where she wears a hundred shirts and then changing at the window. Because every time they look over, she's taking off her shirt and putting on another yeah. shirt. Yeah. Yeah, it looks and, like, like weird, like, stuff that ended up on, like, the editing room floor of, like, a White Snake video. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a sad time. Anyway, uh, there's Eugene, the younger kid who has a dog. Um, and there's Horace, uh, the fat kid. Um, and then there's Rudy, the inexplicable, benevolent middle schooler who dresses for no reason like a greaser. Um, and he takes shop class so he can help them manufacture things like silver bullets and steaks. Yeah, in school, casually. <laughs> yeah. 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 Casually, you know. Just uh, without the teacher knowing. Let's uh, melt down mom's silver and make a bullet. Do you know how hard it is to make a bullet with nothing but a bandsaw? Well, he, My does, God. he did have a, a, a kiln and a bullet mold conveniently. Not yeah, but then you got to take the black powder and you got to get it in the casing. I mean, he made a perfectly usable bullet, which is shocking. Um, <laughs> yeah, you think about the powder in the casing. Yeah. Yeah. No one did. No one thought about that. Yeah. Um, Including okay. everyone on this movie. All right. Smoke a cigarette, so I'm sure he could do it. So here's the thing about the Monster Squad is they love monster facts. Uh-huh. But little do they know, monsters be real. Oh. And Dracula is getting together a super group of evil baddies. He's getting together Frankenstein's monster, a mummy, swamp thing, uh, a wolf man um, to, to wreak some havoc. Because the a thing is... ladies wearing white because they're going oh, to a wedding. Yeah. Or a Korean funeral, or they're also uh, vampires, and they just are, are maiden vampires, because um, they also got the pointy teeth and want the blood. Um, so anyway, uh, Dracula is doing this because he wants to get this amulet, and the amulet is going to give him a lot of power. But it's also this very amulet that can stop him forever, and this was attempted 100 years back by Van Helsing. It didn't work. Uh, so now it's up to the kids. Why didn't who... it work, Chris? Did everybody fall into the tornado or something? Van Hels, well, so if you, if you say something very specific in German and a virgin says it, uh, it opens up a portal to the limbo dimension and Dracula would get sucked in. But Dracula got out of the way and Van Helsing got sucked in instead, so they kind of blew it. Um, oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why limbo, too? It seems like, like Dracula's just gonna go around fucking up a bunch of people who didn't well, get, kids who didn't get Well, he's Dracula, yet. so he's not going to heaven. He's Dracula, and he's from hell, so you don't want to just send him home. That's like sending a kid to their room where they have all their toys. You know, Limbo is just eternal boredom, and that's what... uh, Dracula, you go to hell, and no Xbox. Yeah, that's right. You think Xbox isn't in hell? Come on, it's Microsoft. But here's the thing. Yeah. Um, So Dracula has uh, has to get the amulet, but the kids, in investigating a spooky house... Uh, find the amulet and grab it first. So now Draco's on a mission to take the amulet from the kids and kill them if necessary. And so he sends his muscle. He sends Frankenstein's monster. But the problem is Frankenstein's monster loves little girls and flowers and 
Sean has a little sister, Phoebe the Phoebes, that totally charms charms him. And then Frankenstein's monster is now their friend and learns a lot about life and cameras charms and the sunglasses. Dead hands off him. Yeah, although in a platonic way. Oh, yeah, super platonic. He is dead. Yeah, yeah he's dead. They are he's dead. A collection pants. of dead parts. So. Yeah. So uh, Dracula has to take matters into his own hands. There's a big showdown in the small town where they're at. Um, and a lot of cops die because the cops are just sent in to try to, like, fight Dracula and the Wolfman. And they just get d- destroyed. Um, but the kids use their knowledge of monsters. Like, you got to stake vampires. you got to shoot the werewolf with a, a silver bullet. Swamp Thing you can just shoot in the chest with a uh, shotgun. I guess. Um, Something got shortchanged. Yeah. Got shortchanged all the well, time. And the mummy. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why not? So did the mummy thing. for sure. Yeah. It was like the best makeup effects they only put on for like five minutes. Yeah. They just unraveled him with like by tying his uh, loose bandage to an arrow and then the arrow sticking it into a tree and then driving away and the mummy slowly got unraveled. But anyway, the you kids really don't have to do much to stop a mummy. It's like the most <laughs> fragile monster. He, it's a rotting corpse thousands of years old he's mostly dust yeah definitely but preserved dust and he's live well yeah i just thought yeah i thought the the mummy always has like sort of weird amorphous like supernatural yeah and he can like summon like plagues of scarabs and stuff right i mean can't he do like egypt things when there were zero scarabs no 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 he just sort of went (laughs) and everyone ah there were zero scarabs and where's my brendan fraser so this movie it's it's about a club of kids who fight off all the monsters, and yes, there is some cop killing in this movie. Yes, there's some heavy divorce stuff, and the kids all swear like sailors. And it is delightful. It is so fun. <laughs> and uh, at the end, Frankenstein's monster, who t- switched sides and is a good guy, gets sucked into limbo and leaves behind Feed the Phoebes in maybe the saddest scene I've seen in a movie uh, that we've watched for this show. I, I felt like it was a good that she got closure at that point, because like, he is a collection of sewed together dead parts and she's a four-year-old girl and it just seems like they're never it's never gonna go anywhere yeah but couldn't they like have a lot to teach each other about life i think so she could teach him more slang i mean he did successfully scream bogus while killing one of the other monsters yeah, <laughs> yeah. i <laughs> Another think that was word. rescuing her from dracula yeah right bogus. Like, the monsters were gonna win and then dracula threatened the, the girl and that got that got Franken- Frankenstein's monster all fired up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready for so much more of the word bogus in everyone's yeah. lives. Yeah. So I think that's the movie, guys. I mean, did, did I cover my bases? I feel like your bases yeah. are super covered. But let's do, let's talk about the best parts of it. And it's easy to, it's easy to love everything about it. But let's, let's pull out our favorite. Let's do our compliments. We're going to start, uh, with our major compliment. Sarah, you have the right to go first or last in the first half of our compliment sandwich. Which do you prefer? Oh man, I got I gotta go first go because I just I love the credit song. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Monster yes. Squad! What a Monster yeah, Squad! Like '80s movies, there's this brief, beautiful period where it felt like all these movies had credit songs that just recapped the plot in case Summary you missed songs. it. Yeah, in, in yeah. Loose. and this one was <laughs> exceptionally good. I like made I like paused the movie, backed it up, and like made my boyfriend come watch it because it was just like Monster Squad. Monster Squad. Here's some monsters. There's a squad. Stop the monsters. Monster Squad. Frankenstein. Dracula. And it's <laughs> it was just like a loose like rap retelling. <laughs> uh, you're lucky, Chris, that we don't have. So I don't good. actually have the power to make you rap summary any of our movies. I mean, you could. 
I'd be really bad at it. What if that's what mummies could do? (laughs) It's just... (laughs) They're sick MCs. It's just like make everyone rap summarize everything. Yeah. (laughs) Swap thing on the ones and twos. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Rick it, Rick it. I swamp thing. Yeah. (laughs) Although he's constantly dripping. It's bad for the boards. It is, but mostly they're actually just control turntables now. They're not actually playing real records, so it's really just scratching for the iPad. Yeah, that's true. But you want to get your iPad all swampy? No, thank you. Well, well it's he's probably got an OtterBox. Not a sexual oh. thing. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know OtterBoxes weren't a sexual thing. Yeah, so it turns out no. Uh, <laughs> although, uh, well, no, let's not. Nope. Now skip that. Hey, story. Uh, Tanya. I want to hear your major compliment. Um, my major compliment has to do with justice because, <laughs> <laughs> because you love it. Because I love justice. I mean, I love the whole movie, but I wanted to zero in on a moment when I really fell for the, for the film, which is there are these sort of these weird little bullies that, uh, that pick on Horace at the very beginning. Horace and, is the fat kid. And Horace is the fat kid. And they're like, they're, they're really, they're, they're coming at him with, with fat kid and other words that start with F that are not nice. And they take his candy bar. And they and take his candy bar and they step on it cause he's fat and it's so mean. Yeah, and then our, mean. our, our hero guy comes and, and Rudy. Rudy, thank you. A hero guy, you Old, know. Benevolent hero older guy. kid Rudy. Benevolent older kid Rudy comes and, and meets out some fabulous justice. At which point I was like, I actually yelled, I love justice. You did. <laughs> Um, I just, yeah, I he just like shows it. up in a leather biker jacket, jean, like blue jeans, white t-shirt, white socks and loafers, and strikes a match on the heel of his shoe and lights a cigarette, and he looks like a greaser. It's, it's amazing. Awesome. It's just, it's fabulous in every possible way. You wouldn't do anything to my friend Horace, would you? And he yeah. makes them eat the stepped-on candy bar, which everyone reacts to like something way worse happened to the candy bar. Yeah. <laughs> so I kept rewinding it to be like... Did, what is wrong with that candy bar? Did they put other stuff on it before they just stepped on it with like their pretty clean-looking shoes? Like butts, Chris? <laughs> yeah, they could put butts on it. <laughs> they stepped on it and then put butts on things. Yeah. <laughs> Why did they? It was, yeah, some nards on those <laughs> shoes. Oh, yeah, they all teabagged the Snickers. Ooh. Oof. That's rough. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go next. Uh, I love the idea that only virgins can do magic spells. And only lady virgin, virgins, right? Because they, they never asked any that, of but the... they implied it, yeah. Yeah, but they never asked any of the elementary school age boys if yeah, they, they happened to be virgins. Way. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I just, I love the idea that you get just a little bit of dick and all of your monster banishing powers get taken away. Like, you, tr- it's, it's a trade-off that you have to decide. Like, do I want to be powerful in magic and control space-time? Or do I want to do it? Yeah. Well, this could, you know, Alex, this goes all the way back to the Greeks, like so many things. I mean, the, uh, the Greeks had virgins, uh, as, as, uh, the managers of the temple, and they, you know, that's where all their potency comes from. There's our, their hymen. I, I think that yeah. is sadder when it's the Greeks. I think it's really funny when it's in modern, set in modern times, where it's like, oh, she's too much of a rebel at whatever, 18, or however old she's supposed to be. You're like, oh, she's too rebellious. She can't actually do this thing to stop monsters. Well, yeah. What about uh, Jane Seymour in um, Live and Let Die, too, the Bond movie? She also has virgin magic. 
with the tarot cards. It's like hardcore magic in one James Bond movie. Yeah, there's no explanation other than that she's a virgin. Can we just say that the Roger Moore years were the weirdest Bond years? Oh, yeah, they had comic slide whistles. Yeah, and and just like Moonraker in general was pretty rough. (laughs) Moonraker. Not to any of the Roger Moore Bonds. Uh, really? Oh, you got it. Oh, there's this one where there's time. Treat yourself. <laughs> there's a Eugenesis <laughs> space station. It's like Ayn Rand. It's crazy. It's so good. They put all these hot blondes in a space shuttle and are like, now procreate. Yeah. Oh. And then it's just like 45 minutes of blondes procreating in space. Yeah, it's actually a 70s softcore. And mm, they're all just like, ah, love the one you're with. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> space. God. If you can't Can be on the planet pie? with the one you love. Chris is really on a pie tangent. I think I your request that he, that he inhabit the the spirit of the old German neighbor. Yeah. Oh, they get, they've helped because the book they got to read is German and they don't speak German. But there's a Holocaust survivor, a uh, German yeah. neighbor. Oh my gosh, that was the most haunting moment of the entire movie. Like I've been thinking about it like every half hour since we saw the movie yesterday. Like, I also have experience with monsters, and it shows. Oh his... no, they say you sure have a lot of experience with monsters, and then he like pauses, looks wistful, and says, "I guess I do." Yeah. And then he closes the door, and you see his wrist, and he has a tattoo from the Holocaust. Yeah, it's, it's just oh, it's poignant. <sighs> with yeah. a monster squad. Monster squad. Monster squad. Monster Squad. <laughs> Talk about the nature of banality of evil. Monster Squad. <laughs> Monster Squad. Holocaust survivor. Monster Squad. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chris, that leaves you. What's your major compliment? Uh, uh, my major compliment is, is I love a treehouse. I love a, I love a clubhouse. Oh, yeah. And they have the sickest treehouse clubhouse ever. Well, they it's... do for a while until Dracula firebombs their clubhouse. Yes, because... <laughs> he does. Yeah, because the world is meaningless. But I, I I don't know why he firebombed the clubhouse. I think even Draco could appreciate how sweet a clubhouse it was. I yeah he should have he really should have. It was just so funny to me. I, the firebombing of a clubhouse is like yeah you guys have really you've crossed the boundary into some other world now. Well he also knew that it wasn't occupied. Like he just wanted to he wanted to see their little world burn to punish them for for still having the amulet that he wanted. And, like, he blew up his dad's partner, a cop. He just blew up a cop car out of spite. Didn't the cop not survive, too? No, oh, the, the cop, cop did not survive. Yeah, Black guy cop? Casualties. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Man, this is a dark movie. Super dark. Oh, yeah. Monster Squad? Monster Squad. Monster Squad. Guy in a cop car? <laughs> not going to get away. Bitch, I'm a monster, no good blood sucker. Fat motherfucker, now look who's in trouble. As you run through my jungles, all you hear is rumbles. Kanye West samples, here's one for example. Gossip, gossip, nigga, just stop. Let's jump into our, our anchor segment. Instead of hates, because it's just too much fun, let's play oh, really? King of Bullshit Mountain. Oh, okay. Because there's a lot going on that is a little confusing, even if there's nothing to dislike. So, yeah. uh, Tanya, you're our reigning King of Bullshit Mountain champion. Oh, man, hot seat. <laughs> hot seat in general. Uh... Hot, that's not what I meant to say. Hot seat. What? Hot seat. <laughs> for sure. I don't know. Fuck, where was that going? Hot seat. Your whole life is like a hot seat. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was implying. What? That's weird shit. I don't know. Uh, you should have a doctor take a look at it. <laughs> um, I'm suffering from some, I don't know, it's like mild, I get headaches sometimes and I've got mild hot seat. 
Yeah. I guess I was just thinking, like, if anyone asks you a question about you, you have to answer it. You're always the king of your own bullshit mountain. Yeah. Well, that is sort of true. Yeah. So, Tanya, here's what I want to know. Why do, uh, why would a movie start with the title card, present day, uh, when you always know it's going to be a lie? Like, I know it takes more than a day to make a movie, so, and then get it to me. So, it's always going to be a while ago. I think they just mean, like, a generalized, like, a modern era. They don't mean, like, today. Like, they're not, like... like, 87, so it was clearly not today. Right, but I'm just saying, like, they're not assigning you a date. They're assigning you, like, a time. And then you have to contextualize it within the time that the movie was made because it says Monster Squad 1987 or whatever. Yeah, and then if they say, uh, you know, like, the Middle Ages, you're like, well, when was that? And, you know, and I think you have to think of it as present day for the people who are making the movie in 1987. Well, then why not just say, like, spring, 1987? Then I wouldn't have to IMDB to figure out what their present day was. Well, are you, hmm. you're really complaining about this? <laughs> I, it just, every time it's, it comes on screen, it's in an older movie, and it's a lie. And it just seems like, why set yourself up like that when you know it's only going to age badly? Well, I think that there are plenty of things that will, like, I mean, any any blog that you read that's like, well, this afternoon the children and I baked a bunch of nut muffins. Like, there's that you have to look at the date to know that that didn't happen today when you're reading that post. Huh. Also, nut muffins. I yeah, what's a nut muffin? Why do you? <laughs> no children can eat nuts anymore. What are you talking? About? In the eighties, they could. In the eighties, yeah. they would have kicked a monster in the nut muffins. Mmm. <laughs> In the 80s, nut muffins okay, were known as so, ours. Tanya, I got a question day. for you. Did I, did I do that it. or no? Yeah, okay. okay. So uh, when the Monster Squad is formed, there's this great overhead shot where they go hands in. Um, and they all put their hands in to, like, say, Monster Squad. And the dog, Eugene's dog, puts his paw in. And then they go, how did the dog get up here anyway? Oh, so my I question to you part. is, how did the dog get up there? Because there, it's a rope ladder to a trap door. And they yes. do the classic movie thing where they say... Tony just looked at me and go, said yes, yeah. as though she didn't know the answer. Yeah. But I looked at you. I didn't say, I don't know the answer. Right, but you're not... Okay. I think that the dog wishboned its way up to the treehouse. Ooh. <laughs> and by that, I mean, they had to cut the shot where they showed the dog flying through the air <laughs> and landing inside the treehouse. But that's totally what happened. I buy that. Chris is making a face like he doesn't buy that, but I... If Chris doesn't buy that, I hate being in the hot seat. Chris, you can totally take over. Yay. How do you think the dog got into the treehouse? Eugene carried him. <gasps> you jerk. Chris. Yeah, you are a jerk. I, uh... Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can yeah, just... I have a question for you, Chris. Oh, yeah, what? I think it should be for Tanya. I don't think you can give away the hot seat. I don't think that's how that works. Wait, well, Chris didn't okay. seem like he bought my answer. You're not... The game is not about buying the answer. The game is just whether or not you did answer. That's... Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. I thought you have to give answers. <laughs> it's about credible answers, sort of. Oh, oh shit. All right. <laughs> it's about. All right. So, okay, okay next question. A lot of things. It's about confidently answering something. It's about someone else made a better joke and so we just moved it along. It's about how long has Tanya been talking? In this case, not long enough yet. It's about a lot of things. The rules are very strict, but also completely made up. All right. Yes. Old T Dave can speak some more. Let's get into the next question. <laughs> Sarah, ask her about her hot seat. All right. Well,. Hot seat. Um, so the main kids, uh, <laughs> parents, 
are having marital problems, which you know because there's a scene where they stand by a fireplace and say, oh, you're bringing that up again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but Universal the end of the movie suggests that they are going to work towards repairing their relationship. And my question is, how do monsters help fix a broken marriage? Um, I would refer you, surprisingly, to the movie Speed, where... Oh. Because I feel like it's a great example of how a really stressful and violent situation brings people together, um, regardless of what they're. So and then you can actually go forward. Then you can go forward to speed two, where they have actually broken up because, like, just being brought back together by this like stressful, violent situation isn't enough to sustain a relationship. So I think yeah. the marriage is probably temporarily healed by everyone fighting monsters but you do not have a lot of long-term hope for sean's parents but i but unless there's a christmas squad <laughs> yeah that's we are in trouble that's why we need it yeah right? I mean, uh, I president's I mean, day squad will keep them together forever oh i, I hope so Valentine's i think president's day squad's the real test <laughs> president's right, day ladies? <laughs> president's day squad teaches them the meaning of true loyalty yep uh and checks and balances. Mm. Taft friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tanya. Zombie how, Taft. Speaking of Frankenstein's monster, why does he wear tall shoes? He's already huge. <laughs> tall shoes. Tall shoes. Um. And I feel yeah, that like a, that was oh. a delayed game. I think I think that time you actually did fail the answer quick enough. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Alex, that means you're me. the king of bullshit mountain. All right, I'm the king of bullshit mountain. I've got the hot seat. Okay, Alex, uh, here's a question. How come Swamp Thing is supposedly from a swamp, but looks completely dry the entire movie? Wicks away moisture. He's made entirely out of Under Armour. Oh. Okay. Didn't know that. He wicks moisture all the way back to the swamp. It's a really impressive form of Under Armour. Hey, I hey, have Al- a question, then. Uh, yes, and be- but before you go, really quick, I just wanted to uh, add an addendum to Tanya. It, it, I, just to be clear on the rules, you paused too long and had been speaking for long enough. It was that way. Oh, weird, weird, crazy combination. I will say I do think his creepers were sick, and I didn't really care that he was already tall. That's all. <laughs> yeah. I liked his shoes, man. <laughs> I felt bad because he was hanging out with a, like, a two-foot-tall child, um, and she could barely reach his hand to give him a flower that he didn't really need anyway. But I, but I loved that throwback to Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was great. I thought it was great, too. Uh, for exactly none of the children watching. Maybe he should wear those shoes for a party, but then wear more like sandals at home. Well, and it was clear that he wasn't good at walking in them. Which, yeah, they were so hard to walk in. Also, he has, maybe his dead legs were strapped, were, t- were stoned to his dead torso. Yeah. Sure. Maybe he changes into flats at work, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm just hoping. At, at the desk. Yeah, he has some desk sneaks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just for when, like, the mean editor-in-chief, like, stalks through the office and he needs to look like he's on trend. It, yeah. You can be yeah. like, nice creepers, Why Frank. Why work at, like, a hip magazine now? <laughs> yeah. The devil wears Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Oh, man. And at first they think he's mousy because he is eating a bagel in front of them. But then he gets to wear special boots and everyone thinks he's hot. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Also, carbs are the enemy. Can we just, yep. can we all agree? And he breaks up with Dracula because it turns out Dracula doesn't love him for him. And, yeah. like, what oh. he's becoming at the That's cool right. magazine. But then he meets a four-year-old girl. And goes to Paris Fashion Week. Wait, what? What? <laughs> yeah, this is a confusing mashup, but I like it. <laughs> oh, it's a monster mashup. Oh! We do the monster mashup? Monster mashup. Take a bunch of monsters, do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
terrible. It's like ordering a scramble at brunch. You're just not sure what you're going to get, but you know they're going to mess up a bunch of breakfast food together. Yeah, yeah, it's too broad of a category is your complaint. Yeah. I like you like the rigidly defined uh, external boundaries of an omelet. Yeah, or just like a benedict. You know what a benedict is. Yeah. Mm. Chris is hungry. I'm a hunger guy. <laughs> Uh, Sarah, did you have a King of Bullshit Mountain question? I did. I was just curious, real quick, why Dracula's house was home alone. <laughs> <laughs> and you, by that you mean? Rigged with booby traps. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it, it was because, uh, <laughs> because his child, uh, was being left there by himself while he went out to do all the work, and so he didn't have time for a babysitter. What's so his child's name? Little Dracula, but no, it's the 80s was Little Dracula. Okay. And then he, or, or Draculino, if you're Italian. Nasty? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it would be if you're nasty. I think that would be a different thing. Uh, oh, or, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't feel like I have a great answer for that. Uh, Sarah's our winner today for King of Bullshit oh. Mountain. Yay! Congratulations! Bye. Ask your doctor oh, if hot no. seat is right for you. If hot seat persists for more than four hours, consult a physician. <laughs> Ask your doctor if you're healthy enough for hot seat. <laughs> the following radio play was brought to you by read-weep.com slash Amazon. Previously on the adventures of Space Shock. I'm pretty sure I don't want you to steal this highly directional laser magnifier array, which you could use to destroy the whole galaxy. Yar, I definitely stole the head llama. And just so you know, I'm Pirate Lion. It's what I do. That's a pretty good summary. Why did it take us five minutes to get through that one plot point last week? I have no idea. Born in the fires of a space volcano, he bravely fought in the space crusades. for both sides. Now Space Shark dedicates the bulk of his free time to trying to stop the dreaded Pirate Lion, who only wants to make the whole galaxy walk the plank. Today's episode, Laser, I Hardly Knows Her, Part 2. Ding dong. Yes, can I... Ah, a shark! Walking upright and carrying a space helmet. Cool. I'm sorry to bother you, little girls. Are your parents home? No. Stephanie, you aren't supposed to say that. We're not supposed to answer the door either, but what can it hurt? That's true. We're packing enough firepower to take out a small village. Uh... Excuse me? What Brittany is trying to tell you is we've both got guns, so don't fuck with us. Well, fuck you right up. Totes. Wait, wait. Are you two the weapons dealers I'm supposed to meet with? Um, no. We're just ordinary kids. Get out of here, cop. I hate cops always dressing like crazy stuff and trick-or-treating to avoid having to get a warrant. I'm pretty sure cops don't actually do that, but anyway, I'm not a cop. I'm Space Shark. Oh, you're Space Shark? Geez, I thought that was a code name. You're actually a shark that travels through space. Gotcha. In that case, yes, we're weapons dealers you made an appointment with. Please come into our sales room. Jesus, look at all this stuff. You're like 15. How are you weapons dealers already? I'm 14 and Brittany is 12, but we both fuck shit up at a 34th grade level. Nope. I don't think anyone counts grade levels after high school. They do with us. Yeah, they had to invent a whole new system to measure how much we fuck shit up. A lot. We really fuck shit up. Totes. What can we get you? Guns? Knives? Untraceable WMDs? Uh, well, no. I, actually, I'm just trying to stop a pirate lion from destroying the galaxy with an HDLMA. Well, you're in luck. 
Yeah, nobody can actually fire a head llama as a weapon unless they have a power source. That's how we get ya. The head llama isn't that expensive, but lose the charging brick and we'll charge you like $90 for a replacement. You'll have to find it before Pirate Lion does. Oh, wait, that's great. I'll just go get it from redashweep.com slash Amazon. They have everything I need, including lots of replacement and universal charging bricks, much cheaper than your manufacturer, and a portion of the proceeds go to support your favorite podcast. That's a good idea, but this is too specialized. Amazon doesn't have one. But everybody else should go to redashweep.com slash Amazon whenever they buy anything. We use it mostly for ninja swords. Oh, no! I'm... I, I'm... I can't... I didn't see anything coming, and now... Now I can't move! Ha 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 ha! Oh, Pirate Lion! You showed up at a very dramatic point and caught me in a gillnet! I'm helpless to escape! Yar, I know! Devious, aren't I? Gillnets trap thousands of sharks, mammals, and other bycatch each day. What better way to stop an annoying space shark? That's fucked up, but I'm glad you used this platform to draw attention to the serious issue of bycatch. Some commercial fishing operations throw away 85% of the things they catch. Yar, now about you two fine lasses. Tell me where I can find the power supply to this head llama. You a cop? You look like a cop. I hate cops. Always dressing up as swashbuckling big cats and trapping heroes in front of you to try to get around having a warrant. Fucking cops. Uh, no, I'm not a cop. Uh, but if you don't give me the location of that power source, I'm going to tell your dad that you're international weapons dealers. Aw, oh, really? You wouldn't. I totally would. Shit. Fuck. Fuck shit. It's at the Kennedy Space Center. In Cape Canaveral. While you're there, you should go to Universal Studios. We love that place. Yar, I will. I'm off to Cape Canaveral. And there's nothing you can do about it, Space Shark. Enjoy dying a slow, painful death in a gillnet like so many other sea creatures who are victims of the commercial fishing industry. No! I'll stop you, Pirate Lion, if it's the last thing I do. But thanks again for continuing to raise awareness of the dangers of commercial fishing. Will Space Shark ever escape his gillnet? Will Pirate Lion succeed in destroying the galaxy? Will Stephanie and Brittany get in trouble with their dad for being major international weapons dealers? Find out next week on the continuing adventures of Space Shark. He's right, Space Shark. There's nothing you can do. With the head llama and the power source, he's an unstoppable juggernaut. That's kind of redundant. Why are you correcting me? Are you a cop? Of course not. I hate cops. Always pretending to be your sister from the moment of her birth to avoid having to get a warrant. Fucking cops. Space Shark. Space Shark. Space Shark. Space Shark. He's a friend to all that ruthless killer. Space Shark. All right, so... uh. Here's what I'd like to do next. I want to know, you guys, sort of like uh, when we played What Ninja Turtle Are You, what would your role be in Monster Squad? If we were forming up a Monster Squad here, what would your job be on it? What what kid do you like most associate with, or you could make up your own? Oh, what kid? Okay, I thought you meant which monster. No, no, I mean no, the Monster Squad. We're fighting monsters, Chris. If you become a monster, we have to kick you out, unless you're Frankenstein's monster, and then that's fine. Also, I hate saying Frankenstein's monster. I'm going to just go back to calling him Frankenstein, and the rest of you can... He is a Frankenstein, as though you're saying, oh, is that a is that a Picasso? He's exactly. a Frankenstein. Oh, that's yeah. actually yeah, smart. Yeah, he was built by Frankenstein. Yeah, that's a good yeah. way to say it. <laughs> I like that. I also Problem just solved. You are the ti- if you are the main character, the title refers to you, and we should... they. It was just a, an accident of the script that the Doctor is also named Frankenstein, and it's confusing, well, but it's the monster the we're talking The Doctor is really the main character. And the, ugh, why are we doing this? Never mind! <sighs> Have you seen Frankensteins? No. That's <laughs> <laughs> before his time. It was before present day. It was made before present day. It was made day. before present day.
All yeah, right. None of us went to core class. I get it. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> so obviously you uh, want to be pedantic kid in the monster squad. I'm Horace. I'm totally fat kid. <laughs> totally. Why do you say that? Because yeah, I get nervous about stuff and I, I like, I get scared and people make fun of me. I'm, I'm totally fat kid. So, so who's your protector? Chris, are you going to come in with a leather jacket and stab a demon? Absolutely. Well, not, oh, I was going to say, that's not really the, the dynamic of our relationship. <laughs> well, not in real life, but in the monster squad that you're forming. What do you mean? I stabbed through the heart of the demons of loneliness. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh that's kind of sweet. I was, yeah. I was actually a little concerned about Cool Kid because when he shot the wolfman with a gun, he got this starry-eyed look like it would not be the last time he shot a man. <laughs> that <laughs> In, was Before he pulled weird. the trigger, he did say bang. So it's like a bang. Bang! And I was, I actually did have a, a thing that I noticed about the, like, the foley for the gunshots is that they are extra loud, which yeah. I actually thought was kind of cool because it felt more like, firing a gun felt more impactful it's, in this movie. It's very loud to fire a gun, by the yeah. way. It is, and I, I, I thought liked the that. nard kicking was kind of quieted down. Yeah, yeah, they really need to fully that up a little. <laughs> yeah. Wolf narts tend to make a loud smacking sound. It should have sounded like a building collapsing, and instead it was just like, ooh! Yeah. Especially those monster narts. Reinforced steel on those. Ooh, wow. I'm yeah. surprised nobody broke a toe. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd like go to, ahead, Sarah. Whatever, would you, who would you be? in the monster squad, I oh. think, would be not... It wouldn't be fighting so much as, like, just implanting a seed of doubt in the monsters, which <laughs> kind of did. Uh, but I like. I just don't understand why the mummy, the Wolfman, the Dracula, and Frankenstein would ever team up. Like they just don't seem like they have a lot in common, a lot of common goals. Like, well, uh, you know, I think uh, they have a common enemy, which is normal humans that uh, are in the way of their total dominance of the globe. But as Frankenstein, the monster, realized, it's not actually about. <laughs> they're not actually enemies. They are like, you know, they're friends. They could be friends. Like, why are you automatically like? Oh, like, obviously, uh, Swamp Thing did not find a lot of luck being on the team. He wasn't really respected by his superiors. Didn't get a no. lot of good jobs. And I think yeah. so this Swamp Man has, there's Swamp Thing has so much to offer the world. Like art and music? Or what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, his poetry, his art, surely those things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but also probably like, you know, he's probably great at other things. You know, he's got, he'd be a great, like, uh, deep sea welder, which is a very high paying job. That's true. He probably doesn't get the bends. Yeah, never gets the bends. Although I don't know, Swamp Part doesn't have that much pressure in it. Yeah, exactly. How deep is a swamp, uh, really? What do you? What do we think Swamp Swamp Guy wants? <laughs> I thought he just swamp. wanted to like hang out with people, right? Like the like the creature from the Black Lagoon and stuff. Like, wasn't he basically scary because he just kept like dragging ladies off? Oh, so you yeah, think that in this movie would been like, all right, you're a bad guy. Is that guy. right? Am I thinking of a different thing? I don't remember. Am I thinking of a nightmare I have? (laughs) 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 Not again. Just someone really wants me to hang out and I don't want to hang out and I end up in a swamp with them. (laughs) Now for our our next segment, franchise or nightmare. (laughs) We all have to guess. With Sarah Hathaway. I I think that that. would be my role on the team is like talking to the monsters and like really understanding them. (laughs) You're sort of like a client services person. Yeah. 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 Like how can I make your monster experience better so that you don't feel the need to come terrorize our town? Totally. Totally. It's it's a common story. Like you raise a monster's self-esteem and he stops killing kids for no reason. Yeah. You you have value. You know, you, 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 you do good. 
Yeah. yeah, it worked for Frankenstein, demonstrably. This is a successful method. Demonstrably. I think that might be the name of the business. Demonster Squad. (laughs) Demonster Squad. Demonstrating demos with a Monster Squad. I think the the other thing that I I thought about the Monster Squad is that they went that first fight in the house, which they they lost pretty badly. It felt like it it went to illustrate how woefully unprepared a group of children are to battle an ancient and interdimensional evil. Yeah, the middle schooler is a little better. He's got a little bit more courage. But I would definitely and be like the Patrick a, a burgeoning of the serial killer. Oh, sure. But I would be Patrick, who is a guy who is just he's kind of the friend and he like he likes talking monsters and um otherwise is pretty scared all the time of everything that happens. Just like me. I'm a coward. Oh. I'd like to be in in the Monster Squad, I would also consider being the parents decaying relationship. <laughs> oh, that oh, I was you're actually... the reason why we have a squad to yeah, distract ourselves from you. Helpful, but at the same time, causing long-term emotional damage to the children. Yeah. I would also be so down to be Eugene's parents because that kid is just the cutest. <laughs> yeah, and he has a little <laughs> he beagle. Spend all the time like parting his hair down the middle and just being like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> Mom. Why do you keep saying what every time you part my hair down the middle? Because you look dope, Eugene. Monster Squad? Monster Squad. Got a dope haircut with a Monster Squad. Do you remember when we parted things down the middle? You mean in present day? Yeah. Back oh, in are present you talking day. like Moses? Yeah, I was I was going to go Moses in the Red Sea. <laughs> but you said we. Chris, did you ever, did you ever have a, a, a center part? Oh, I sure did. Yeah, me too. Yeah, junior high. It was an awkward time. It was six, mm, it was center six, part, ponytail, get in there. I remember sixth grade where one of the cool kids was trying to help me out, and we went to a uh, a water park, and he was like, you have to stop parting your hair on the side. You look like an idiot. And then we moved to the middle, and all of a sudden, I was much better. Whoa. Or, Whoa. That last part might be not true. <laughs> I was going to say, weird change. <laughs> Self-esteem is a fickle animal. Yeah, it is. <laughs> She's a monster. Uh, let's go to the, uh, go with our compliment standard now and finish this up with a, a minor compliment in reverse order. So Chris, you are up first. What is the last nice thing you're going to say today about Monster Squad? Sure. Um, so we've been talking about this a lot, um, I think, or circling around it, but my compliment is just that these kids, uh, behave and act like real kids, which you don't see a lot in movies these days. Um, they're scared of the monsters and believably scared, and they swear a lot, which kids do. I, I swore um, more at this age than I do now, for sure. When you yeah, was, when fuck I yeah. first learned it and it was a fun toy, oh man. Yeah, and they're right at that age, like fifth grade, sixth grade, where that's like a super fun toy. So um, now where it's like a tool that I use for excellent communication. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, while the monsters weren't believable and weren't that fun in this movie, frankly, uh, the kids made this movie and they were super yeah, great. Yeah, that's why it's called Monster Squad and not Monsters. Yeah, it's not, not Monsters Squad. Chris. Yeah. Monsters and a squad. No, it's not Squad of Monsters. It's not It's not Dracula, dead and loving it. It's just... <laughs> Which is a great film. It is. Also, that's a good subtitle. Yeah. 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 Mm. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, continuing backwards. My minor compliment is that... Uh, uh, is actually for the monsters, which I know, you, Chris, you just said they're lame, but... I love classic monsters who have classic monster weaknesses and powers. I love that the garlic pizza, the garlic in no. the pizza is enough to burn the side of Dracula's face. 
I like so them. Yeah, find silver that was awesome. And, and wooden stakes. And I love that the vampire turns into a bat. We got rid of that instead to make them sexy, mopey, glittery bullshit. He Vampires turning into bats is so fun. Yeah. No, it's really fun. He has the most powers, but also the most weaknesses. Like when he's a bat, he can get clipped by a bullet and really hurt. Yeah. Um, he can get staked. He can get burned. Daylight hurts him and garlic and crosses he can and the whole pizza'd. deal. <laughs> yeah. Pizza is a major concern. <laughs> you yeah. can put aioli near him. He won't <laughs> like it. And he will be mad. Is that mayonnaise? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I should have stuck with ketchup for these fries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fancier mayonnaise. I can't handle it. No. <laughs> this sandwich is going to be like $18 now. Uh, I, I also like the being evil instead of being sexy. I just feel like se- like society got vampires right for so long, and then they just it all went to pot. You know, they're a it's menace more, and need to be stopped. No, it's more sexiness. fun when. Yeah, but I I think I yeah that's absolutely true. I think that it was more fun when vampire sexiness was a secret that we all kept to ourselves. Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah vampires sexy. are sexy, but we're not talking about it. Sexy secrets. Yeah. I don't know. No. I don't think anything is sexy that is also a bat. That's my my concern. <laughs> Not even a baseball bat. What? They prefer to, to poop at home just like you. Uh, hang from the <laughs> ceiling. Yeah, it's fine. Into a very efficient fertilizer. <laughs> yeah. But then he like becomes a man, and he's got the slick back hair and the fancy cape and like the frilly oh, also shirt. I like him just fangs and a cape and all of that. Oh, it's great. <laughs> yeah. And you go, no, no, keep the cape on. <laughs> I definitely do not say that. Well, really? Now I'm sad. <laughs> you're, you're not. You're not a little turned on. Nope. Yeah, me neither. Chris. <laughs> it was never the cape. I'm just gonna quick hint on sexy secrets. It was never the cape. <laughs> Tanya, what's your minor compliment? Uh, just the rest of the film. But also, I really liked Black Cop. A Black Cop who really is a very good cop. He really is a very good cop, and I liked his his haircut. They had a little side part action going on. He also, yeah. Was he the only one who was actually killed? I think he was the only one that we like got to know that was killed. And I was bummed because as soon as he came on and like started being sassy, I was like, oh man, I like him and he's black and he's going to get killed. <laughs> and I was right. Yeah, that's a tough thing. I, uh, I got that feeling on uh, the new, the new season of Top Chef where there was a, there's a black chef and I'm pretty sure she's going to get killed by a zombie or a vampire or something. It's a tough world. Yeah. Wow. Being the only that's black character dark. on the TV show. Yeah. You just yeah, know all the team challenges. I don't thinking people are going to die. <laughs> I, yeah, I really keep my reality TV and my Monster Squad separate. <laughs> oh, maybe that's, that's Top the key. Chef? That's why we have Top separate chef. podcasts. Tune well, in to Pack Your Mics. Coming soon. <laughs> coming probably right before this comes out, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, that's a callback to a thing we haven't recorded yet, but we'll come out first. That's weird. Um, <laughs> that's why we're doing that live show coming up, so we don't have to worry about trying to tell time. Yeah. Yeah, because that whole present day thing fucks everyone up. Yeah, the last show we could just say, it's now, and we're right. <laughs> Finally. I, I understand that that Top Chef thing didn't work entirely well. Uh, so let's just move on. Uh, Sarah. <laughs> you don't think there's going to be a team challenge where they split up and look for clues? There are a lot of times on Top Chef, though, where like the judges say something which makes it sound like they're going to kill somebody. They're like, only one of you will survive this quick fire. Or, after this is done, the worst chef will be eliminated, but it sounds like murder. 
It's a lot of times where I worry that maybe that's why I like Last Chance Kitchen because it means Pat was not taking someone out back and slitting their throat. <laughs> She's not old yellering the chefs one by one. Oh, yeah. So hard when a loyal chef gets rabies. <laughs> They go crazy. They start <gasps> julienning things that shouldn't be Juliet. This season, we're not really doing so much with the immunity stuff, but we're definitely introducing rabies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of an immunity, it's a straight vaccine. Yeah. How did you like dogs helping other dogs? Did you like that? See what happened? <laughs> now there's rabies. Sorry, if you don't like pack your mics, these are all callbacks that are lost on you. All right, Sarah, what's your minor compliment? Bring us home. Oh, yes. Um... So another line that I just really enjoyed from this movie was they're talking about whether or not uh, the wolf man has human genitals. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Great it's a really good question. Yeah, we've all wondered that, right? Because usually monsters are shown wearing pants. And they say, oh, those movies were made in the 40s. He had to wear pants so he wouldn't see his wolf dork. And I thought that was, like, just a good philosophical debate about, like, you know, where does the junk go? Um, does it change into wolf junk? Right. What? More information, please. And then later, that had the great callback where they told Fat Kid to kick Wolfman in the nards, and he said, he doesn't have nards. He's a wolf. And they said, yes, he does. He's just wearing pants. And then he kicks him in the nards. I, I like so much about that. I like the idea that in the 40s, they had to have that discussion with the movie censors, like, can we show a wolf nards. dork? Do we have to cover with yeah. pants? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it a wolf so dork good. or a man dork on a wolf? <laughs> we don't know. But inquiring minds are curious. Also, then that means that Swamp Thing has a Swamp Thing dork. He's got, he's got Swamp Thing. I actually immediately started wondering about Swamp Thing's dork yeah. as soon yeah. as this came he's got up. He's a serious like, no case of Swamp Ass as No well. pants. No Not pants. He's, I feel like he's more of a, like, a Donald Duck. Yeah. Like, but Donald Duck the... wears a towel around his waist when he gets out of the bag. Yeah, but do you know how big, proportionately, a duck penis is? <laughs> yeah, also, that's horrifying. Also, it's got curly cues and, and a lot of different directions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Don't look into this, gentle yes. listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't research duck dongs. If you don't know, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> this is something you don't ever need to know, unless you're a veterinarian. Like we have a mummy who is wrapped in his own clothes. Right. That's true. So mm. and we know God, that he has a decaying, about the mummy. an ancient decaying, <laughs> dust-filled dork. They called oh, him man. Band-Aid Breath. That was another thing I liked. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that, too. <laughs> this like, movie was fun. Offended by this that. was what? so well, fun. But I, you know, they're not actually Band-Aids. It's not, it's not cool. They're but... linen. They're very carefully oiled linen. <laughs> <laughs> not cool, bro. This was ceremonial for the, for the for people of my era. Yeah. This was a celebration was a of my deal. life that you're making fun of. <laughs> That's it for our show. You guys, we're going to be back again next week. Next week, we're talking about the international live show with Wolf Cop and Teen Witch. Not to be confused with Teen Wolf or Cop Witch. Ooh. Oh, God. Where is Cop Witch? Probably. Oh. Fucking pigs. Always dressing up as sandwiches so they don't have to get a warrant. Yeah. I hate pigs. Uh, Can you imagine if your sandwich arrested you? (laughs) So humiliating. I would be arrested for enjoying that sandwich too much. Mm. You have the right to remain salami. 
Wait, who's arresting whom? <laughs> yeah, I'm the one grabbing you and eating you. <laughs> Something no one has said. Well, I guess maybe maybe cannibal guy. You have the right to remain delicious. <laughs> the handcuffs are onion rings. Oh, Bye, guys. <laughs> We found that we nailed it. Now we know the answer. Monster Squad. So, uh, that's coming Monster up next Squad. week. Join us at 1 p.m. Pacific, lots of times, other places. We might even have a full time chart somewhere because we've not figured this out yet. So when we do, we'll share it with you. But that is coming up on the 25th. Please, please come by if you can. Join us for an hour or so while we talk about those movies and we give out prizes and play games and all kinds of silliness. It's going to be delightful and you'll get to see what we look like, which is probably going to be a disappointment to most of you. Sure. Butternut squash, guys. <laughs> One of us might be butternut squash. Uh, thank you so much to Paul for sponsoring this episode. I hope you enjoyed Thanks, it. Thanks, Paul. Paul, get in touch. <laughs> it was a delight. It was good for us, so I hope it was good for you, too. Good for everybody but Swamp Thing. I think Swamp Thing might have enjoyed the episode, but not being in the movie. Frankenstein, who lost a friend. Oh, yeah. Phoebe lost a friend, too. Yeah, too. She also lost her stuffed puppy. Because she gave it to Frankenstein to keep him company in limbo. I mean, you can't be that mad about going to limbo. You're like, it's going to be fun. Yeah, a little boring, right? Well, but I think boredom seems like it's also too negative for limbo. So it would have to be like, the time is passing. You know, it passes the time. Like, it's not super exciting and fun, but it's not terrible. Like, like Sudoku Wednesday, probably. Hmm. The whole time. Like, yeah, but forever. It's just a mayonnaise sandwich. Yeah. Oh, that's that's worse than limbo. Oh, what? really? That's hell. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, that that is straight it. hell. <laughs> bread, mayonnaise, bread. Oh. oh. Oh, forever! <laughs> the worst series of words in mankind. Fair enough. Anyway, so uh, if you're if you're stuck in limbo, send us a message at readdeadweep.com slash contact. It's always a great way. Facebook.com slash readandweep at read underscore weep. I'm at Alex underscore Falcone. Thanks for joining us here at Seawolf Smith. Mm-hmm. And at the Tanya Best, you know it. We'll talk to you guys next week for more seasonal monster movies. And thanks for thank, and thanks for coming back at Sarah Hathaway. Thank you for having me. This was a really fun one. Yeah, you deserve good ones every once in a while. Oh, thank you. It's nice to you know break up the pattern a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you brought up a girl getting dragged away in your nightmare. Although I think it might have been to a party because she didn't want to hang out. I'm not clear. Uh, but yeah. other than that. Pretty much all the women in this in this movie were uh, were were unharmed. They were, yeah. They were just lightly shamed for having sex. Sure, I don't know. But I aren't we all seemed cooler once she had had sex? Maybe. Well, mm-hmm. Steve doesn't actually count. It's no, a... Steve doesn't count. It's a slippery slope. If she has too much sex, then we're in a whole other ball game. Oh, I thought you were yeah. saying it's a slippery slope if you don't count Steves because there are a lot of them out there. Also that, especially in 87. <laughs> just, Earth is just lousy with Steve, so if those are freebies, you can get out there and have a good time. Mm-hmm. I think oh, everybody man. gets one Steve. Yeah, that was her one Steve. That's why it didn't count. I would take Steve yep. McQueen, age 30, not modern day. Oh, yeah. Hell Whoa, yeah. do we get to pick our Steves? This is a game changer. <laughs> we all got Steve McQueen at age 30, I think. I don't think, I don't think Tanya, you're going to be assigned to Steve. Otherwise, you would get Steve Jobs, present day. Or Steve Poole. Oh! <laughs> the weatherman? <laughs> but who is who? <laughs> Tanya confused the two uh, oh, the other day. Oh, that's delightful. Earlier. 
Yeah. <laughs> also, in this case, it's Steve Pool, but with Steve Buscemi's eyes. Yeah. Why his eyes? Or Steve Largent? Mm-hmm. Oh, that is. No. Oh. Stop naming weird Steves. <laughs> a Stevedore? It's just a Stevedore. That's what you get. Wait, you said we couldn't be assigned random Steves, and well, now you've you... assigned me a Stevedore? No, no, I'm assigning you one. <laughs> I wish I knew the rules. <laughs> the rules are entirely arbitrary, but strictly enforced, as usual. <laughs> By you, for some reason. Well, I'm on, I'm on the I'm on the host mic. That's just how it works. Well, I'll take Stephen Colbert. <laughs> oh, that's a good. Oh, oh good. good Steve. Yeah. All right, bye. All right. All right, Chris, you're the king of the Steves. We'll talk to everybody next week. Uh, go see Meridian at I of Chicago with Sarah and follow her on Twitter at Sarah Halfway. Goodbye, everybody. Monster Squad, Monster Squad. Here's some monsters and a squad. Monster Squad, Monster Squad. Here's a swamp thing. Here's a mummy. Here's a Frankenstein, Monster Squad, Cat Head, Teacher, Monster Squad, Divorced Parents, Monster Squad, Drive-In Movies, Monster Squad, One Dead Cop, Monster Squad, <laughs> Stick Some Ladies, Monster Squad. It's Nards and Weather on the 8th, so we'll be right back. <laughs>